So lately we've been talking about using embodiment practices to change the way that you move through life. So if you're feeling down, we've discussed that you can use the fire path to bring more buoyancy and uplift your mood. And in contrast, you can use the water path if you're feeling anxious or overwhelmed to kind of ground your energy. But today we're going to take a different perspective. And this is really interesting because you can actually use the water path to generate energy, to tap into your power and your potential. Welcome to the Natural Healing Podcast, the show designed to guide, inspire, and empower you to elevate your health so you can achieve your goals and dreams. We are your hosts, Dr. Satara Mawafi and Salvador Cephalou, a husband and wife team of acupuncturists and owners of A Center for Natural Healing, an integrative wellness clinic based in the heart of Silicon Valley. We're here to make the ancient wisdom of healing practical and accessible for your modern lifestyle. Yeah, I like to look at the fire path almost like a fast twitch muscles where it's like you get this um, short-term energy burst. But the water path is more about this like endurance, this powerful energy that gives you stamina. And it's definitely, when you want to like generate power, let's say you want to pick something off the ground, lift something up that's heavy. You definitely want to tap into the power of the water path. And that's going to give you the force to do it more effortlessly so you don't hurt yourself. It's important to talk about before we go into the discussion more deeply, the water element in general as a term in Chinese medicine. So when we're talking about the water element, we're talking about the five elements or one of the five elements. And water is the element of pure potentiality. So it is the element that is about the wintertime. It's associated with winter. It holds your essence, what's known as your jing, which is related to your DNA and the genetic material. It is the quietude, the solitude, everything that allows you to move inward relates to water. And as you already will understand, in order to really get energy, you have to have rest. And that's why the fire element is balanced by the water element. So fire is about this extroverted or outward expression of energy. So it's really the exact contrast to water, but they each need one another in order to create a state of harmony in the body. That's why it's important to use both of these paths, these practices, in order to balance out the body in general. Well, it's almost like when you break it down, as we do in Chinese medicine, we have the kidney yin aspect and the kidney yang aspect. And you could talk about this in terms of a personality, like a person who's very kind of withdrawn and uh, kind of... um, detached, you know, they're just kind of like, go with the flow. They're not really into what's going on. They're a little bit distant. You can't really like access them when you try to connect with them aloof. 
So that's more of a kidney yin personality. But you get a kidney yang personality, and let me tell you, they're in your face. And these are robust individuals who have a tremendous amount of energy, and they really express the virtue of the kidneys as we know it through the um, Confucian ideas. And that's the jur, the, the willpower that is held within the kidneys. And let me tell you, that willpower is expressed through the, the kidney yang, and, and that's a water energy. So water could be placid, and as you know, it could be a hurricane. It could be a very strong, powerful energy. And so in terms of activities of daily life, I wanted to talk about it specifically, and we talk about, in physiological terms, the, the kidney relates to the low back. So if there's a, a person has a low back problem, low back pain, low back stiffness, you don't have to know anything about the history, you know the kidney system is compromised. Whether it's from an accident, strain, or just overwork, exhaustion, lack of sleep, where the kidney is not getting regenerative, recuperative, generative activity there to rebuild itself. Adrenal fatigue is, you know, a signature of that kidney fatigue is when you're overworked and you have that you know, exhaustion, right. but then you can't rest. Yeah, you have time. like, you know, the, the adrenal fatigue or you have hyperadrenal. So mm-hmm. either way, the low back will tighten up. It could be too loose, it could be too relaxed, or it could be too tight. And too loose, we know it's really weak. Too tight also is weak. It's just that the body is trying to tighten up to compensate for the weakness. It's just a different expression. Underneath it, the kidney is struggling. And that's why we need to use the water energy to protect the domain of the water, which is the low back. So I'm going to give you an example where you're going to imagine picking up something heavy off the ground. Small box, but it's a heavy box. And uh, what I'm going to suggest is when you squat, because we... We, I think most people know nowadays, you shouldn't just bend over without bending your legs. Just bending over and trying to pick up that box, good way to overstretch those muscles and the ligaments and create a event in your back. Done it many a times, especially when you're trying to move furniture, things are awkward, you can't always just squat, you know. But let's say you're going to properly move. I mean, you're going to properly pick up that box. So what I'm going to suggest is I want you to move the water path. So what's the first step in moving the water path is you inhale down the fire path. So we're consolidating the energy into our lumbar as we squat. So you're squatting down and you're gathering energy into your lumbar. And I wanted to make a suggestion that some people do with their students. Because people get confused. What does it mean to breathe into your lumbar? Well, if you're sitting down right now, lean against the chair and take a deep breath into your back and you'll feel your lumbar area of your your back start to press against the chair. This is very easy to do when you're in your car seat because that kind of like, you're already kind of like tucked against your seat and you've got your lumbar support so you know where your lumbar is. And so as you inhale, you could feel your back just kind of swell up and press against 
the back of the seat, the lower part of the seat. So that's what I'm suggesting. Do that lumbar breathing as you squat. And then as you pick up your box, you're going to exhale and you're going to let that energy come up the front, out your mouth or out your nose. And as it comes up, so it's lifting your torso, it's pushing your legs are pushing into the earth. So you get this opposing force where you're pushing into the earth and you're being drawn up as you release your breath. And that's the water path generating a lot of power. And the water path also helps you grip. So you can almost, it's almost like you're gripping the floor as you're pulling that box off the floor, you're pushing against it. So you got that opposing force and that's the power of water in action. Now, if you want to squeeze something, let's say you want to pick up something, you have a heavy pitcher of water on the table and you want to pick it up and pour. And that can be a bit cumbersome sometimes. Do the water path. So you inhale into your back as you breathe out and that energy is releasing through your torso, the front of your body. It is going to explode through your arms and you're going to grip that pitcher of water with more force and you'll have more power to lift it and pour. You try this and you're going to see the difference if you do the fire path versus the water path. Big, big difference. Feeling stuck, exhausted, overwhelmed, or anxious? You are going to want to join me for this free workshop that I'm going to be sharing with you just for a very limited time. It's called The Three Secrets to Getting Unstuck in Uncertain Times. And I'm only going to be doing it live twice this year. And if you aren't able to make the live times, then of course you can join the recordings and catch up. But I want you to take advantage of this opportunity by visiting acentorfornaturalhealing.com forward slash freedom. And there you're going to be able to register for the workshop. It's absolutely free. You'll learn a ton of information and it's also going to help you to break free of all these toxic patterns that we get so stuck in that put us in a rut and that prevent us from fulfilling our potential. So go to a acenterfornaturalhealing.com forward slash freedom and register now. I'll see you soon. with the fire path, you burn out much more quickly, just like fire. If it's too explosive, then it burns itself out. Yeah. You just don't feel the strength. You just don't have it. This is a good commentary in general about how energy works in life is sometimes we think we have to exert a lot of energy to achieve. But the reality is often it just takes more rest and more intention. And then we become even more powerful than we believe we could be. It's Water is the element of pure potentiality. So when you tap into that potential by doing less, but doing it in a more intentional way, then you actually are able to bring out this power that you never really realized that you had. Even if you don't have like the muscular strength, you know, you talked about lifting that box earlier. You may not feel like you have the muscular strength to lift it up, but when you use the water path and you're doing the breathing and you put your intention and focus, you're actually going to see that you're a lot stronger than you think you are. Well, I'm a small guy. I have a small frame and uh, I've had to really learn how to work smarter, not harder because I've injured myself a couple of times. And I remember when we first got together, we were actually moving and I injured my back and I was, 
I was down for a while. And I've seen you move things that I cannot believe a human can move by himself. And, then and I the think it's hand. all through this, we're doing this work. <laughs> I'm suddenly I'll come home and like furniture's on the other side of the room or you've brought like a huge planter into the backyard. And I'm like, how in the world did you carry this into the yard? And yeah. So, so you, if you do things a smart way, you can do it in ways that you can't even imagine. It really, it, it's, you, you have a power within you that's really, it's quite exciting and, and this, it's all natural. And this is so telling about just how, I just, I always like to reflect these things about your body back into your life because it is true. You have this unlimited potential within you and we often don't tap into it because we try to do it through striving instead of through cultivating ourselves. Of course, there are times where you have to take action. It's, you know, even lifting a box. It's not like you just imagine the box lifting into your arms and breathing the water bath. You still have to exert, you have to use your power. But the intention that goes behind that lifting, that action is just as important as the actual action. Okay, another activity of daily living, vacuuming. A lot of people strain their back vacuuming. So play with the water breath. Inhale into your lumbar. As you release out, let the water path go, and then you're going to be gripping the, you're going to have a better contact on the vacuum. And at the same time with your inhale, you're strengthening your lumbar, and then you're releasing the energy. And it's a much more comfortable process of movement if you're working with your breathing in this fashion when you're doing something like vacuuming. I've talked about it in the past. I'll do this uh, washing dishes, mm -hmm. especially there's times we've had a lot of guests and I'm often the dishwasher because Setar is the cook. And I'm at the sink for a long period of time, washing, washing, and my back could get tired. And so I'll do the water breath and it really stabilizes me. And my teacher always said, you know, do Qigong all day long. Mm -hmm. And so when I practice uh, acupuncture, I do a, a Japanese style that requires me to hold the needle or two needles on the body at one time. And so I'm standing over a patient for long periods of time. And I used to just stand and, and think I was doing Qigong and I would still get like, you know, low back fatigue until I finally realized uh, about doing this water path breathing. And now I feel like I, I'm actually generating energy as I'm working. It's really just it's a whole different, it's a game changer, folks. Give it a try. Yeah, it's a good practice to do whenever you're doing any standing activity or if like us, you're in a profession where you're standing a lot of the time, just bring your intention into that posture. And a lot of times the reason why we burn out is because we're not paying attention to where our energy is going. Another thing that's very helpful from a more yoga point of view is to do mula bandha. So mula bandha is the root lock. And it's engaged by lifting the muscles of your perineum. So that region between the anus and the genitalia, just like you're doing like Kegel exercises, you want to draw the energy up through that region. You're going to find that you have much more energy at the end of the day, especially if you're doing a lot of activity or if your profession is to stand or sit a lot. If you engage those muscles, you're going to prevent the leakage of chi or energy from the lower part of your body. Awareness is the most important step. Remember, awareness is the first step to healing. It's also the first step to maintain and to build your energy. So just by paying attention to where you're holding, 
how you're breathing, how you're engaging the intention that you're putting into your physical body, you can change the energy that you carry throughout the day. Yeah. And I'm glad you mentioned sitting. Jeez. So many people are sitting all day long and you want to do the water breathing. If you start feeling your low back getting achy, a lot of people feel pain just when they're sitting. Right. And a lot of people are doing work at a desk on a computer all day long. Yeah. So, so when you're doing that, Mulabanda, you want to draw that energy down your back. So you're expanding your lumbar and then you do that root lock mm-hmm. with your inhale. And then with your exhale, you let that energy come up the front. So it lifts you up. It'll improve your posture. And then the energy goes down the front of your legs and it helps like open and it grounds you as you're sitting, you know, so you're, you, there's that oppositional movement where your torso is going up, your legs are going down and you'll feel stronger in, in the chair and you'll be able to, to get out of the chair more easily too. Cause a lot of people have trouble when they're getting out of their seat as well. Well, and a lot of people like sit all day and then they go, I'm so tired at the end of the day. And it's like, but I haven't done anything. Well, it burns your energy out when you're sitting and, you know, you're, you're exerting a lot of mental energy yeah. to staring into a screen. So it's a good way to uphold and maintain your energy, but also to build chi as you're sitting. So qigong is not a practice that you necessarily have to dedicate an hour to every morning when you wake up, although that would be wonderful if you can create the time to do some qigong and yoga when you first wake up. But if you don't have that time, you can just do it throughout the day. Like oh, you absolutely. Said. That's, that's the whole idea here. So just as we were just saying with the, with the standing and you do the water breath, you do this water breath while you're sitting and you are cultivating your chi as Satara is telling you. So you'll feel refreshed. You're going to strengthen your spleen because sitting will tax your spleen. And what does that do? Well, it, it, it's going to uh, mess up your concentration. It's going to weaken your focus and concentration, your clarity of thought. So as you do this kind of breathing, you're going to sustain that energy. So you're not going to have that brain fatigue in a later part of the day as well. And it's going to also damage your digestion. It's going to damage your gut health over time. That's why you hear about monks who sit and meditate for extended periods of time, often develop you know digestive issues and hemorrhoids and things like that. Good point, because as you're breathing out, you could really exercise your abdomen. So as mm-hmm. you're as you're breathing out, you're Draw in your abdomen. You're, you're really exercising your abdominal muscles. Yeah, just contracting those you're muscles. You're contracting. So you're, you're not just letting everything just sit saggy all day long. You inhale in the back. You're exhaling, contracting your abdomen. And you're really, you could really do a lot of like intestinal massage, just sitting down in your chair while you're working. It takes a little effort. It takes a little concentration, but certainly not difficult. I'd like you to remember this important date, August 1st, 2023. That's when the enrollment period for the next live round of From Surviving to Thriving opens, but only for a limited time. In this one-of-a-kind online immersion, you'll learn tools, practices, and even get live support from me to shift from living in survival mode to living on purpose with a sense of inner peace, calm, and joy. Visit joinfstt.com now to get on the VIP wait list and I'll send you my free ebook to help you release three toxic beliefs that keep you stuck in survival mode. Get started now. Visit joinfstt.com. Then join me on August 1st for a transformational experience. 
improving your gut health or maintaining your gut health is really essential for your mental clarity. Like Salvador mentioned that if you're sitting a lot, you often start to have difficulty with focus and concentration. And part of the reason for that is because when you're damaging your gut health, you're affecting the gut-brain axis. So a lot of the neurotransmitters and hormones that we previously thought were primarily produced in the brain are actually produced in the gut. And so when you have, you know, kind of this dysbiosis in the microbiome of the gut, of the gut bacteria, and a lot of times that just happens because we're taxing the spleen by sitting for too long, not getting up and doing enough activity or overthinking. Overthinking also affects the gut health. When you have that imbalance, you're not able to produce those neurotransmitters. You start to feel more depressed. You start to feel off. You can't really focus. And that can affect your mental clarity overall. And your immune system. Yes. Big part of your immune system. 70% of your immune cells are produced in your gut. That's like fascinating. And that is called the earth, the center. Mm -hmm. Again, that's going to relate to your spleen and it's going to relate to sitting. So if you're sitting all the time, those systems are going to get depleted. They're going to get taxed. We call it chi deficiency, spleen chi deficiency. It's going to associate with uh, something that's very commonly discussed now in terms of health is leaky gut syndrome, mm-hmm. you know, where the gut lining gets porous, toxins start to leak into the bloodstream. That's all about maintaining the integrity of the spleen. The spleen is about maintaining the, bo- the boundaries, the borders. So when a person bleeds easily, they bruise easily, you know, oh, their spleen is really taxed. You're going to build that up. So what we're talking about is basically using vibrational medicine, because that's what Qigong is, it's vibrational healing, to start building up those areas on a day-by-day basis. Of course, when we do treatment, we really target it in a more elaborate way. But really, there's nothing that replaces what you do on a day-to-day basis. Yeah, because you can get all sorts of treatments and you can do all sorts of therapies and supplements and take herbs and do elixirs and essential oils and all the things that we've talked about on the podcast. But what are you doing in your daily cultivation? What are you cultivating in your life? That is all going to be determined by your daily habits and your daily practices. Yeah, that's the key. You know, people go to a practitioner and they want to be fixed. And let's be real, people. We're human (laughs) beings. We're not cars. You can't just like, you know, take a part out and replace it with something new. Got to regenerate. And that's why it takes time. Sometimes your progress is slow. The weaker you are, the longer you've had a problem, most likely it's going to take a longer time for recovery, especially the, the weaker you are. And this is where people often give up because maybe they don't see progress right away. But I've seen uh, patients where they've been patient, even though things didn't seem so grand and radically improving right away. And then, boy, you know, 10 months later, all of a sudden there's like their life is changing. Yeah. You know, but they have to have confidence in the healing process. It's not just the confidence in us as practitioners. It's really being confident in their ability, in their body's healing capacity, because that's what we're working with. And then cultivating that 
as a daily practice. How do you start your day? What are you doing throughout the day? Are you paying attention to your body throughout the day when you're sitting at a desk or when you're standing and washing dishes or vacuuming your home? Those things all really matter because you don't want to burn your midnight oil. You don't want to just push yourself constantly to just go, 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 which is really our cultural norm. We're taught that that's what we're supposed to do is just push and drive. Whereas water is this idea of cultivating and bringing the energy back and returning to the safe space of home within ourselves. And as we cultivate our energy more deeply, that's when we really are able to tap into our potential. It's not when you're just running around and striving and driving yourself. It's when you begin to really pay attention and move inward that then you're able to reach heights that you never thought were possible. And once again, speaking of water, hydration is so important Yes, because chi needs that hydration to move. We recommend you don't just sip water all, all the time, all day long. We we see people, they carry their water bottle wherever they go. And what you want to do is you want to hydrate periodically. So you want to drink more at one time and really kind of saturate yourself as much as you can rather than just sipping all day long. It's like a plant. Plants don't do well if you just like drip water all day long. You got to soak them, let them dry out, soak them again. And as our teacher Jeffrey has said, it's you have to think about like how the farmers used to drink water. They would go out, they'd get up early in the morning, they'd drink, you know, really, really hydrate their bodies, then go out in the fields and work and then come back at lunch, rehydrate, then go back and work and then come back again and hydrate again. So that's kind of a good practice to remember is like Salvador said, don't just take in little bits of water throughout the day, unless you're just sipping on tea or hot water, that's okay. But to hydrate yourself, you really have to like, saturate and then give yourself a break because then your body has a gauge of how to use that hydration internally. Well, with that being said, Satara, I think it's time I go have some water. Yeah. I was just thinking that's making this discussion <laughs> is making me thirsty and wanting to hydrate and cultivate my water path also, especially because we've been sitting for a little while here. So once again, thank you so much for joining us on the Natural Healing Podcast. We look forward to having you again next time. Bye. Hey, if you haven't already done so, be sure to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. This ensures that we can share this invaluable information with more listeners just like you.